Well, good Wednesday morning, everyone. It's the 19th of May. And today's title is Weaponize Your Calendar, Part 3, by Mark. And this is the last in this short series by Mark, and I want to thank him for his excellent writing and teaching us some very important things. So for today, Mark writes, If, like me, you've struggled with porn addiction, your calendar is likely a bigger problem than your web browser. Now, is that a shocking statement or what? When your brain is governed by addictive thought patterns, the entire way you think about yourselves and the entire way you think about the time you've been given is twisted and muddied. This is another symptom of how my addictive thought pattern problems go beyond sex into all of life. Empty or unplanned time is not your friend. Your calendar can help you see that coming. Your calendar can be an amazing tool. In the previous two posts, we looked at how you can weaponize your calendar to aid in your recovery. Practically speaking, you do this by doing three simple things. One, put your recovery and self-care work into your calendar. Two, identify ahead of time what is coming at you this week. And three, schedule time for what you are going after. What are your goals? What do you hope to accomplish? In this final post, I want to address common pitfalls that you may face in learning to weaponize your calendar so that your handling of time works for you and not against you. Now, you know what you need to do, but how can you make this a lasting change? Well, that's a great question. We are ready to move to the ABCs of challenges to be faced. And the first challenge is accountability. That's A, accountability. Accountability is a curious thing. A curious thing about the mind when under the influence of addictive thought patterns is our insistence on trying to use willpower to make change happen. This would be the very same willpower that has gotten us where we are in our addiction, but our brains would have us gloss over this inconvenient fact and believe that this time it will be different. No, it won't. When trying to make this kind of change, one pitfall is attempting to make this change happen on our own. Don't go it alone. In my case, this accountability has taken a few forms. First, my counselor includes this type of calendar work as part of the daily practice that we do. I have a form I use daily that encourages me to consider if I have looked ahead to review the coming day. Second, multiple guys in my 180 group occasionally bring examples into our weekly check-in conversations. 
we have so many guys in our 180 online support teams, like 200, who would be ready and willing to help you. So please consider starting in a group this week. B is for blame. Many addicts, including myself, are highly skilled in the use of blame to divert attention from our badly behaving brains. How many times have I blamed my failure to plan ahead on not having enough time? If you pay attention, you will see repeating behavior patterns in yourself which point to underlying beliefs. For example, I may have a big meeting tomorrow and I feel stressed, but instead of really planning for the meeting, I procrastinate and I then spend all night worrying rather than preparing, so the meeting goes badly. I use the fact that the meeting went badly to berate myself and then eventually I ramp up into such self-damaging thinking that I end up acting out. The underlying belief may be that I am bad or I'm weak or I'm defective or unable when in fact I took steps to sabotage myself by not using my calendar. So what can you do? How do you beat the blame game? Use your calendar. Look at those items you've written in for tomorrow. Then pause and ask, what am I feeling right now? What thoughts are generating those feelings? Are those thoughts true? Do they agree with God's word? This is another great time to reach out to your supports and ask for a quick conversation. And this is where being part of a team is really helpful. I find that telling another guy about what I'm thinking shifts me from the blame mentality to a place where I can believe the truth. This meeting that is coming up is actually a gift. It's an opportunity for God to work. It is more about him and less about me. The C is control. Finally, be aware that the brain under addictive thought processes is often a brain seeking control everything and everyone. This can come from underlying beliefs, such as the fear that we can't trust others, even God, to meet our needs, or that others must think of us or treat us only in a certain way. But the fact is that your schedule and your calendar may change. You may even need to change it unexpectedly in order to care for someone or something. People might not show up for an appointment. Don't let rigid control of your calendar become yet another addictive attachment. Unexpected calendar changes can become an excuse for stress and acting out. So what should you do? Well, pray over your calendar and acknowledge that something else may happen that you didn't plan on. 
arrange to have healthy alternatives available, like a book or an audiobook or other uh, tasks that are available to which you can switch if your plan changes. In all things, and maybe especially in all things for those of us who are honest about our addictions, we can do no better than keeping biblical truth as the governor for our thoughts at all times. In James chapter 4, verse 14, we read, quote, Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a while and then vanishes, end quote. Ultimately, my friends, one day at a time, it is the Lord's will that I choose to seek above all else. My brain, under the influence of addictive thinking, is not thinking correctly about the gift of time, but God is greater than our brains, and he will retrain our brains if we allow him. Thank you, Mark, for these three messages on weaponizing our calendar. They've been very helpful. And once again, Mark lives in central Ohio, and he's been married for 32 years. They have an adult daughter. And Mark is a wonderful small group leader in 180 Ministries that meets at Vineyard Columbus. 180 is a Christ-centered and biblically-based ministry devoted to helping people find freedom from sexual brokenness and addiction. And Mark has been actively walking out his own recovery for three and a half years. And he serves as a 180 group leader where his small group actively works on recovery together in community. For more information about joining a community and getting the help you need, just go to 180recover.com or email me directly John Doyle, no, not John Doyle, Doyle, D-O-Y-E-L, at me.com, Doyle at me.com. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Uh, put everything into your calendar and plan on moving forward instead of having another fall. God bless you. Take care. And goodbye.